Welcome back to Look In My Life. This is the beginning. Part 18. The end of the beginning. Part 2. Quick recap. August 24th, 2019. I take my grandmother to an ER and August 25th which is my birthday 2019 less than 24 hours of her being in the hospital somehow she ends up in ICU on a ventilator couple more days pass and they start talking about giving her a drink. I was so confused and I was honestly bewildered because I still to this day do not understand what happened. She gets the trach put in. And then I find out that she won't be able to come home. They move her to a rehabilitation center located in the hospital called Vibra. Even with all that was going on and how rapidly it happened and how the world just literally did a 180. Mia still had her facilities. She understood what was going on and what happened to her after about a month in Vibra I go in to visit her of course I don't know how I worded that sentence just now it wasn't it took me a month to go visit her I was seeing her almost every day I'm just saying after a month of her being there, on one day, I went in and she asked me to pull her ventilator. I'm only told one person that but she did and she knew what she was asking and I was devastated I was completely conflicted 
She understood. Just like I understood. That the world, as far as she's concerned, as far as we're concerned, will never be the same. She knew that her life was never going to be the same. And just a little backstory. My grandmother worked in nursing homes. And we had had that discussion. That's why I was so heartbroken that I couldn't take her home. And I found that out when she was in ICU. She worked at nursing homes and she saw things. We talked about it. She never wanted to be in a nursing home. My heart broke for her. And she's just pleading and looking at me to help her end it. And I was scared. And I was devastated. And I wanted to help her in any way that I can. And I knew that that's what she wanted from me. And I couldn't do it. And over the course of the time, she asked me one more time, and I couldn't do it. Until this day, had a technical difficulty the old baby woke up that was a much needed stop because I was getting super emotional but as I was saying I'll never forgive myself for not doing what she asked me because I understand what she was going through. The maid used to always tell me she never wanted to go into a nursing home. She was a nurse's aide and she worked at many nurses home nursing homes and she did not want that. During this time, I had the miscarriage and I had to get emergency surgery because I was bleeding very bad. 
I took a couple of days to stay at home and after about three, four days I got right back to it going to visit Bamiya as much as I can and during this time also my son Corey had a major surgery he was under for five hours it was only supposed to be a three hour surgery but it ended up being like five and the downtime for him is supposed to be around like three months And they gave him, like, some hardcore medication. Like, I didn't even know that you could give a baby codeine, but that's what he was prescribed. And he wasn't supposed to be in a sitting position. And, you know, all these things. And there was just so much guilt. I felt like I should have been going to see Mamiya every day, but then at the same time, I feel guilty when I do take Corey out because by then my cousin and I had gotten into it. Corey's dad is working every day. I wasn't talking to anybody else. I don't have any friends, so I didn't have anybody to watch him. And, you know, with his health issues and the fact that he's nonverbal and just the fact of it's a crazy world we live in, I can't leave him with just anybody. So, I'd give him his medication, and we'd go when we could, which was, after she left Vibra, she ended up going to a nursing home, and I was going to see her between two to four days a week. And I felt bad about that. I still feel bad about that. I feel like it wasn't enough. I tried to spend hours there with her when we did come. And, you know, this is a two-year-old baby who's healing from surgery, who's not even supposed to be sitting upright. And I was bringing him. So it was very difficult. And... Yet again, people in the family, even though they did literally jack shit from beginning, middle, and end, everybody had something to say about at least, you know, Lachey got on a family group chat and was like, oh, you have a baby? Get a babysitter. Like, you have no idea the complexities. My son came home on oxygen. He has a breathing condition. I don't feel comfortable leaving him with somebody that's not, you know, certified or knows how to do CPR on a small child. He had just had a very extensive surgery, and he's on heavy medication that can affect breathing. But, and then I, you know... I'm, I had just had a miscarriage, and so 
I had surgery and I'm going through my own thing mentally, emotionally, and then add on top of that, the only constant person in my life, you know, this is the end of the beginning. I'm just mentally, emotionally, and physically just messed up. When I felt so bad for Mamiya, and I knew that she was very unhappy, and it it genuinely broke my heart for her. This is not what she wanted. It's not what she needed. It's just so unfair that that happened to her. It's really, really unfair. And she ended up getting pneumonia started swelling and it was just gradually getting worse and I knew what the outcome would be still didn't make it hurt any less for better or worse whether we were having good days or bad days we had each other and that was a guarantee and I never saw any part of my life being without her. I just didn't. Maybe that makes me silly. Maybe that makes me stupid. I just never saw it. And then how quickly it happened. I'm still in shock, to be perfectly honest. I eventually decide to pull the plug on her. In December 8th, after she had gone, I went in the room, she was still there, 
the nicest thing that anybody in the family has ever did is they did say to wait until I came so I could say goodbye to her. And I sat there. I put my head on her her shoulder. And she still, she still felt like Mamiya. She still felt like her. There was a movie that I once saw where the lady said, home is where you are loved. And holding her, I felt at home. And I realized I wouldn't have that home with her anymore. to go to anymore. I didn't have her to cry to anymore, to joke around with anymore. I didn't have her to argue with anymore. It was just no more. And I said my goodbyes. And we're back again. Uh, I think my son is like feeling my emotion somehow. Because every time I get super emotional, he like comes and stops me. <laughs> So, after the death of Mia, there was a really big scramble as to what to do next. Lisa and Lachey had decided amongst themselves that they were going to take over her funeral arrangements and burial or whatever. Now, Lisa and Kathy slash Lachey, being as intelligent as they are, choose one of the most expensive funeral homes to take her to. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's some brilliance right there. They go around to old neighborhoods where 
Mia was very known at and take up collection for funeral arrangements. And to this day, no one outside of Lisa and Lachey slash Kathy knows what happened to that money because it did not go to the funeral of Mamiya. Now, Mia did have life insurance, but towards the end of her life, she just let it let it go. She stopped paying it and she didn't tell anybody. She didn't tell me. She didn't tell my uncle Shaka, who was, you know, somewhat involved in her life or anybody else. And maybe, just maybe, even though it made things so much harder as far as her burial and etc. Maybe that was her own divine intervention because Lisa did try to take ownership of Mamiya's possessions and if she had had life insurance it probably would have made it so much worse. So, Craig, Mamiya's youngest son, um, decided to take over, you know, collecting funds. Alan, you know, gave funds, set up a GoFundMe, and some people in the family did donate money. I gave money, and for some reason, everyone wanted to make a big production for the funeral and to me that was the dumbest idea the majority of the people that went didn't even call Mamiya to check on her once a month so why do you want to come to her funeral or even have a funeral Mamiya never wanted to be cremated we talked about that many times if you knew her you'd know she never wanted to be cremated she wanted to be buried and in my opinion that's where the money should have went to a burial not a funeral as I said before I saw in this movie where someone said funerals are for the living they're not for the dead you know why would Mamiya care now that she's dead about some people crying that they loved her when really they shitted on her Definitely the past 10 years of her life because nobody was around. And when they did come around, usually it was to get something that they wanted out of her. So, you know, funeral, it was whack. And I'll leave it at that. And during this time, Mia had two dogs who she loved very much. 
They were like her children. She used to call them her children. And since I was her only emergency contact at the office of the apartment complex where we live at, and he is gone now. I had tried to move myself and my son into her apartment so I could pretty much leave it how it was for the moment and then eventually like slowly over time figure out what to do with her stuff the office would not let me do that and then gave me a ridiculous timeline in the beginning of December they told me that everything had to be out by December 15th. So I was completely overwhelmed, you know. Um, You know, Mia just died. I'm going through all this emotional stuff just off that. I have to find out what to do with her dogs because the office definitely made sure that they told me I was not going to be allowed to bring the dogs to my apartment. I tried to call and see if there was anybody that I could give them to. I even got so desperate. I went through one of Lisa's daughters, Paris, and asked her to ask Lisa if she wanted the dogs. And that was definitely a last resort because Lisa has had many pets over the years and has never kept one more than a year. And Lisa says some slick shit. And then Paris calls me and like, well, you should have gave them to her, you know, months ago and da 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 da. Months ago, I had thought I would be able to stay in Mamiya's apartment and the dogs wouldn't have their life any more disrupted than they already had with Mamiya being gone because they definitely knew she wasn't there. They were sad. They were emotional. They were super clingy. They were super scared. And so Crystal, a cousin, um, she found somebody to take them. And the person who took them seemed really nice and like they were really excited about getting the dogs. So Craig and Chaka come over and they start moving stuff. Nobody's really asking me anything because it is my property now because when she died, everything got left to me because I was the only name on the emergency contact. But I was just overwhelmed and super emotional and they really just wanted to throw stuff away and... You know, it just really hurt me, and I just, I couldn't function mentally or emotionally at that time. And so, I gathered, like, little sentimental things, like her knitting, and, you know, her knitting bag, and till this day, I still have it, like a half-empty pack of gum, because she still have to chew gum. And some other things of hers, 
that Pee-wee was nice enough to let me store at his house. And you know, just seeing things put to the street of Mamiya's and seeing random strangers walk up and dig through it, it was very emotional and painful and I wish that I could have got a storage room or something like that. It was just, it was very last minute. When they told me that I had to the 15th, they literally told me that like on December 3rd or 4th. I had no time for planning. I was really overwhelmed. And You know, December 8th, Mamiya died, so. It was just a very painful, painful time for me. And I was, I wasn't prepared for it. And. Every time August 24th comes around, it just really bothers me. I used to love my birthday. I mean, that's the only day that's like a holiday specifically just for you. And I don't feel that way anymore. August 25th, 2019, you know. My world changed completely in a very bad way, so. And it's just crazy because it was like hit after hit after hit after hit, you know, from August 25th, my birthday, out of nowhere, when Mia gets put in the ICU, September. 23rd, I have a miscarriage and I didn't even know I was pregnant until I was losing the baby. You know, November 11th is Corey's birthday and I'm always so happy that he's born, but then I always, you know, remember of how alone and how much I struggled the day that he was born. And then December the 8th, she died. And then February the 8th is her birthday. And it's just like hit after hit after hit after hit. And I try not to think about how miserable the last year, if we're being perfectly honest, of Mamiya's life was. I try to think of the good things. And it sometimes it helps and sometimes it just makes me more sad. But there were some really good times that she and I shared. You know? 
we get in the car and drive, go to Walmart, Target, Big Lot, and every time I would go a route that she didn't like, she would always go, well, where are you going? And I would always joke with her because she loved Aretha Franklin. And I'd say, we're going riding on the freeway, on the road in a pink Cadillac. <laughs> that was our little thing. And, you know, sometimes we would play pranks on each other. Sometimes I used to call her from, like, the bathroom and change my voice and say silly stuff to her. And, you know, she used to call me at least two or three times out the week and say, I'm ready to go to Walmart. And there's so many good things that we shared. And a lot of them were just between us because nobody in the family was around. This has been the beginning, part 18, the end of the beginning. Thank you for listening. I will see you soon. There is still so much more to be told.